Welcome to another episode of Thriving Through Menopause. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen. And today we're going to be talking of something that I just find incredibly intriguing and also very, very important. We've had quite a few discussions over the years here about incontinence and weakened pelvic floors, which some of you can relate to, and one in three women do have an issue with leakage, which can put so much strain on the quality of their lives. So when I was introduced to today's guest, and she's bringing something very different, but also very ancient to this problem of incontinence, I just couldn't wait to have her on the show. And we have Jennifer Sobel today. She is a professional belly dancer, but she's also an acupuncturist and a holistic health practitioner and a sports trainer. And we're going to hear today about how belly dancing could certainly be a key solution to strengthening and improving your pelvic floor. So I can't wait to have this conversation. Welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me, Clarissa. I'm thrilled to be here. It's, I mean, it was just so intriguing when you were introduced to me by Larissa and I thought, I, I must learn more, you know, and just had to find out more about belly dancing. Because on the one hand, it seems so different from everything we're told, doesn't it? I mean, women are mainly told, do your kegels. But you shared something really interesting with me about that right up front. So I thought I'd love you to share that little, little nugget about Dr. Kegel just up front, you know, just kick us off. You know, it's fascinating because when I created my belly dance solution product, I wanted to interview a lot of experts in the area of pelvic floor. And one of the women that I spoke to is a pelvic floor physical therapist and she co-wrote a book called The Bathroom Key. And in her interview, she was telling me that a big part of the reason why women struggle with doing Kegels is that it was never Dr. Kegel's intention for women to just do Kegels on their own without having any sort of feedback as to whether they're using the right muscles or not. That He actually used a, a biofeedback tool. And that's what a lot of physical therapists use who specialize in pelvic floor as well, so that the women can actually feel if they're using the right muscles or not. So I think it's so ironic that it wasn't even Dr. Kegel's intention that women do this on their own. And then here women are just left to feel like, why don't I get it? Why does it feel like I'm not doing anything when really that wasn't even the creator's intention? So I think it's so ironic. And again, so classic that women then wind up blaming themselves for something that was never the intention. No, exactly. Exa and when you said that, it was so obvious to me. And I think I shared with you that earlier we'd had a sex therapist, someone, and she talked about the fact that women didn't know which muscles were weak or not. And without actually a physical examination or the use of one of these tools, you don't even know that you're doing your kegels, right? Exactly. And the, the name of this woman, I just, uh, it was, escaped me for the moment, but her name is Catherine Kasai. And she is so wonderful. And she shares so much interesting information. You know, I think a lot of pelvic floor physical therapists are so passionate about what they do. And so many women don't even know that this is a helpful strategy for them. Exactly. But I think that that really puts it at where we are, doesn't it? That women are basically left. And I know in, in the UK, for example, they're given an app from the National Health Service and that's it. And then you just 
which is more that they get in the U.S. <laughs> so, or, in, or in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that's pretty good. Yeah. But that's kind of where women are at. But belly dancing is very ancient, isn't it, Jennifer? Yes. I think the history is somewhat disputed and controversial because nobody knows exactly for sure the definitive history of belly dance but it is considered to be hundreds of years old. And many people believe that it actually began as a dance to help women prepare for and recover from childbirth because of its ability to strengthen the pelvic floor. And also belly dance is a very interesting movement in the sense that it both strengthens and relaxes. And when you think about it, when you do Kegel exercises properly, it also has that component as well that you're, you're contracting, but then you're also releasing and belly dance works in a similar way. So, you know, it makes perfect sense to me that this could be a part of the origin of belly dance. And also, I think it's important to mention that it really originated as a dance that women did with other women. It wasn't until very recently when belly dance became this thing in movies that it became something for the entertainment of men, for the male gaze, when really it was something that women did for themselves and to celebrate and be in joy with other women. And so I think that that kind of goes to the root of the misconception around belly dance is that it's something to entertain men or that it, the focus should even be on the other when really the power of belly dance to me is, is helping you to get inside your own body and ground yourself within. Yes. I so, And I totally get that because the first time I ever discovered belly dancing was in a little back room in my friend's house. And she was from a Palestinian Lebanese background and her sisters and her cousins who'd come from, I think, various parts of the Middle East for the summer to the UK, were, we all got together and it was just women and girls and we danced. And they belly danced, not in a erotic sort of way that we see in, in a, you know, in a club or a restaurant, but something very different and very organic, I would have said. Right. Absolutely. And I, I believe that is the heart and the spirit of belly dancing. And it's part of my message to communicate that with women that, you know, the real power of belly dance is helping you to strengthen the connection with self and be in community with other women, which is a huge benefit that women get out of belly dance is that that sense of kindredness with other women and feeling supported. Yes, definitely. But how did you actually discover belly dancing? It's an interesting story. My love affair with belly dance began when I was around 10 years old. And my dad took us to this Moroccan restaurant in Las Vegas, where I'm from. And I remember the belly dancer coming out. And I have a pretty terrible memory, but this I remember very vividly. And I remember her costume and her glass beads just flying as she moved her hips. And I was just absolutely mesmerized. And she came to our table after she had done her performance, she changed into her coffin. And then she came to our table and I must have had a look of complete awe on my face. And she took off her necklace right then and there and she gave it to me. And I still have this necklace to this day. And it's something that I really treasure. And in that moment, it was like, she passed the mantle or something. And I just knew someday I'm going to learn how to do this. 
Oh, that is a beautiful story, Jennifer. I mean, it's, yeah, I can imagine being mesmerized, you know, because she would have been very beautiful and glamorous. And there's a way of moving that is unbelievable when you watch a ballet dancer move, isn't it? They just, it's just incredible. Well, yeah. And I think it's interesting that you mentioned that because I think that that is something that is awakened in many women is when they do see a belly dancer is it, it does awaken something within them. And I think it's, it has to do with sort of remembering your essential feminine essence. And it's something that is hard to cultivate these days when we live in a society, I think that really more values the masculine approach. And so I think that there's sort of like this glimmer of remembering when we see a belly dancer perform. Yes, because it's it's a very fluid movement, isn't it? And a lot of the movement we do as women is quite static in some and we think about a lot of the exercises that we are encouraged and are good to do, but they are quite static and they require a tremendous amount of physical strength. Even things like yoga and Pilates to actually do some of the more complicated, they're, they're kind of almost masculine in their strength. Yeah. And what's so interesting, I think, about belly dancing and what a lot of times women can find challenging to do at first until they get the neuromuscular groove in their body is that belly dance is very internal. And a lot of the work just happens on a very deep muscular level, whereas a lot of other dance forms are either based more on the step movement But belly dance is a very internal dance. And until you do it, you don't really realize that, that you're really using all these deeper muscles, which is what makes it such a great core strengthening workout. Of course. Yeah. And that's where the movement then just shows on the outside, doesn't it? But it's actually, it's more like a ripple, I think, when I watch it, but I might be wrong. You can tell us more about how it works. Yeah. And and you're right about the fluidity. And I think that that's a part of what makes it such a feminine dance is, is that aspect of it. And that so much of it is very hidden, which is, again, a very feminine quality. To, it's the part that you don't see that's most impactful. Yeah. So explain a little bit about how it works, because I'm sure people are thinking belly dancing feels to me like shaking your hips, but it really is this... <laughs> It is this, it's real, it's a strong muscular work, isn't it? It is. And the cool thing about belly dance, I think that another thing that I think makes it really unique is that belly dance is filled with sacred shapes. Most of the belly dance movements fall into the categories of circles and figure eights, you know, the infinity sign, waves and undulations. And so these are very sacred shapes. And I think when you do these in your body, there's this powerful healing energy that gets created, not just on the physical level, but in the mind, in the heart, spirit. And it is a very transformational dance and not just a physical one. No, I think that, and you've talked about this connection to feminine energy as well. Yeah. And it's so interesting to me is like, I think that like, for example, the women who take my program, whether that was their intention or not, you know, wanting to connect with their feminine energy, their sensuality, their sexuality, and their own unique experience of that, just doing the movements organically helps you to connect with that. And I think that 
for many women, this helps to bring us in balance because again, it's usually the masculine approach that's more valued. And so for us to get back into the energy that feels more natural and in alignment for us, and again, I'm not speaking for all women, for some women, that's not the case, but for many women getting back to that energy that feels more natural for us to operate from helps us to be in alignment. That's beautiful. And you use the word transformation as well. And that's why it must be so appropriate for us who are older, particularly as we're going through this menopause period, that's very transformational. How do you feel it can support that part of our life stage? Yeah, I think that, and I mean, many of the women that take my program, I would say the overwhelming majority are either in perimenopause or menopause or postmenopause, even though, you know, doing belly dance for bladder leaking can be good for any age, you know, for postpartum women as well. But I think that for women that are, and I mean, I'm 48 myself, so I can relate, is that at this time in our life, we're more turning inwards and living for ourselves. And, you know, a lot of women, you know, they've been moms most of their life. Their whole life has been centered around other people. And now it's a time to really be free to more focus inwardly and focus on yourself and see what is your own unique experience and expression of femininity, sensuality, sexuality for you. And I think that that's what is amazing about belly dance is that it's internally referenced instead of externally referenced. And it can help you have a direct experience of those things in your body. And I think that, you know, for many women, there, we, there's so many connotations with the body and even with the, with our pelvis and our hips, you know, there's a lot of shame associated with those parts of our body, which I think women have to move through those feelings in order to do belly dance too. I've seen that for years in my classes, you know, doing even a simple hip circle can feel very complicated because we're, there's some shame associated with using our bodies that way, especially like in the United States where I'm from. Yeah. And I think that's true in a lot of Western cultures and very different from if we were to watch women from an African culture or, you know, there's a lot of movement in that hip area, whereas that's not traditional for us in the US or in Europe to do. We're quite locked, I think. <laughs> locked is the good word. That is exactly the, the right word for that because that's exactly what I see when I teach these movements is that that whole area is locked up. And I mean, frankly, sitting our sedentary lifestyle just cements that we become even more locked up. Oh, yes. And that's because and then we all we do is we sit and that area it never moves. And if you are very, I mean, we couldn't be sitting eight, 10 hours a day, maybe more actually. Right. Which is totally not natural. 
it's not natural. And of course, you know, we don't dance. I mean, dance, we don't even get up and dance and shake your booty. I mean, that's even that seems quite sort of, you know, that's a little risque in some cultures to get out and really shake it. You know, we all sort of dance a bit stiffly or, you know, and, and nothing in our, like as I said earlier, nothing in our exercise sort of places that we go encourages to shake your body like that. It's all steps or so yeah, I'm not surprised we feel a bit kind of tight. And we can we hold a lot of fear in that area too, I think. Absolutely. Totally. And I mean, like you were saying, like with African dances, I mean, that part of our body is really where a lot of our creative energy is. And when we start dancing and we free up that energy and we're able to connect with our body in a safe place, you know, in our home, and then we can more bring that energy out into the world. Exactly. And that's kind of like the same as the, the kundalini energy, the, the, the kind of that kundalini yoga stream as well. It's all, again, about a lot of emphasis from the waist downwards and, and strengthening and unlocking that energy. It's very, very healing for so many women. I can imagine. And, and very powerful as well, because that's the the seat, as you said, that's the seat of our energy as women and our creativity, our power. Right. And being in our bodies, you know, I mean, most of us live in our heads 95%, 99% of the day, and we need to give ourselves a break. And I try to share that, you know, your body can be your refuge. It can be your sanctuary. It can be the place that you come back to. And when you're belly dancing, you, it's very hard to be in your head unless you're just like, oh, am I doing the moves right? Which I always talk about with my students. Don't do that to yourself. But if you can just get into your body, you will be free at least for 10 minutes a day where you can get out of that continuous negative thought loop in your head. Yeah, exactly. And all those buzzy thoughts, as you said, I mean, I think if you don't set people to draw a picture of themselves like a child would, we'd be all head and a small stick body. Exactly. We don't spend any time in our body. We find that really hard, which is you know, what I notice working with women is that how hard it is for them to do things like body scans and to lie there and connect in with it, but they have no idea how to do that. Right. And I mean, a lot of women have had trauma as well. And so that can lead to so much pain associated with the body that they don't even want to go in there. It doesn't feel like a safe place. And so I think the more like you're talking about with like somatic practices and dance and things like that can gradually help them to feel that the body can be a safe place again. Yes. And that here's a place where you can't do anything wrong, right? Jennifer, if you just do the movement and you just go with that, then you're, you can feel into that and you don't have to do it for very long. Not at all. 10 minutes a day can make massive difference. I mean, even I told you that I shared that Woman's World article that the belly dance solution was in recently. The woman that the article is about, Rhonda Stevens, she had incontinence for about 26 years. And she only did about 10 minutes a day, sometimes 20 minutes a day, but it was not a long time. And I hear that from students. It's more about small daily actions consistently over time than big things. It's, it's never that in any area of life that brings success. No, no. I mean, share a little bit more about that story because it's, it's quite incredible. And we link to the article as well. Great. Yeah. So it's really interesting because 
I honestly wouldn't have even known about Rhonda's story, except I was, I did a love your belly challenge for my community. And she shared that in the Facebook group, but she hadn't mentioned it before, but she did. I have a add-on program that's called the 21 day belly dance bombshell challenge. And I kind of expand on what I teach in my belly dance solution. I offer fun, new variety of moves and routines. It's 21 days. It's only like about 10 minutes a day. And at the end of that challenge, her incontinence was completely gone. And she had been having that for decades, just from doing that challenge for 21 days. Now, I'm not saying everybody has those kind of results, but that's quite miraculous for her. And, you know, she wasn't able to pick up her grandchild before because she was afraid she was going to have an accident. And so, you know, being free from having leaking can be truly life-changing. And then there's all a lot of other benefits as well. It's not just the leaking, you know, it's also a great workout. You're really working your core, you're having fun. And that's a huge value right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I can imagine that just to have really have an exercise that you just think is totally fun must be you know, and, and because so many women also hate the gym, they hate going there. It, especially, I think, as we get a little older, I hear women say things like, well, I don't look that great in, in the lycra. And I come here and there are men pushing me to do things that my body doesn't feel good about. Or the instructor is 20 and she's stick thin, you know. <laughs> yeah. And all of that doesn't help us feel better about ourselves. And I hear women say, I've had a terrible, I've been three times to this trainer and now I'm exhausted. I can't do this. And so having other ways to have a great workout and enjoy it is, and in community with other women is just I think it could be life-changing for many women. It really is. And, and, you know, it's funny because I sent out an email about the article. And again, for some reason, sometimes people just don't share their experience without being prompted by something. And this woman emailed me after I let everybody know about the Women's World article. And she said, I have to tell you, because I had similar results as Rhonda. I'm 68 years old and my, you know, leaking is incredibly improved, not quite a hundred percent, but almost. But she said, there's been so many other unexpected benefits from it. The biggest one being is that she has osteoarthritis. And this has really been the only activity that she's been able to do that not only hasn't aggravated it, but she it's improved it. She is in way less pain. She doesn't have to use the pain cream at, anymore. And she's sleeping better. And then she said, and my husband likes it too. Yay. So like... <laughs> You know, it doesn't matter how old you are, like, you know, you feel sexier inside yourself. And if you have a partner, they are a lot of times appreciating it too. Yeah. And I think there's a sensuality, isn't there, that probably fits our life stage where we are, where maybe for some women, sex is quite difficult at this time of life. Many of them are experiencing a loss of libido, a loss of connection, as we've said, to our bodies. Maybe sex just feels hard for a whole range of reasons. And here's something where you can feel sensual and connected to that side of ourselves without maybe the same sort of pressure. Yeah. And once you connect to that energy within yourself just for you, naturally that's going to expand outwards and have a positive impact. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, do you notice that your clients are more 
vibrant? Uh, they look more radiant? Well, you know, a lot of the, what I do is online. So I don't have the one-to-one like live in-person interaction with them, but absolutely like they've shared pictures. And I mean, one woman, she was posting pictures of herself regularly in the group and her, she was absolutely glowing. And I think that that, that glow comes from experiencing joy. And when you're just having fun and you're enjoying moving, that's what makes you feel vibrant and glow. And, you know, belly dance is both energizing and relaxing at the same time. And whenever you get out of your head, you're going to be more in joy. And so, yes, to all those things. And I, I think that there's just coming from my background in Chinese medicine, the more you can move your chi, move your energy, you're going to be healthy on so many levels. And I feel like it's been a part, a huge part of me staying young and feeling young, it has been dance and dancing for so many years. I have no doubt about that at all. No, and I I think dance in all its forms where we're free allows that, doesn't it? Because you're right, it is the chi moving. And as we said, we're very stuck in our hips and that's chi that's stuck, isn't it? That has other issues connected with it. Yeah. And I mean, and stuck in your whole body. So moving your blood, moving your energy is one of the most powerful things you can do to stay, to have strong vitality, to stay healthy and to also have good immunity, which is more important than ever these days. If your energy is sluggish, that's a huge, has a huge impact on your immunity. Totally. I mean, uh, yeah, and you're right. Now, more than ever, we need that up because of the whole pandemic. And I think women have a suppressed immunity, often in their midlife, because there's so much other stuff happening that that they are more apparently more at risk for a lowered immunity due to all our hormone changes. So moving your energy, moving your hips. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And like, for example, we have, you know, most of your listeners probably know, like the shimmy is the icon, one of the iconic belly dance movements. But like I from I'm always coming at things from like a holistic Chinese medicine perspective. But doing a shimmy will like almost instantly move all the energy in your body. And it's like you're literally shaking out stress, but it's really powerfully moving the stagnation. And then, you know, all the different shapes that you make with your body. And if we just have fun moving, we're supposed to have fun moving and we need to get back to that joy that that's what moving is about. And we can actually just have pure enjoyment of it. It doesn't have to be a chore. And we don't have to think in terms of, you know, black and white, oh, I better do a half an hour to have an impact. Not at all. Even five, 10 minutes a day could make a big difference. And it could just be spread throughout the day too. It doesn't have to be one designated practice. I truly got good at my shimmies while I was waiting for my food in the microwave, or I was walking my dog, or I was pumping gas, making sure nobody was watching. But I, all those little moments add up. But we don't think that way because we're like, you know, in big black or white terms. Oh, yes. And I think, yeah, we are. We, we are sort of, I must do half an hour of the, or more of that exercise. And it doesn't fit always with it, our lives alike. And we don't always enjoy those half an hours. 
Right. And it's really, you can sprinkle these things throughout your day. And in fact, that's in many times more beneficial. Yes, which is much more natural to how people move in traditional cultures. I mean, I was, I've been reading Dan Lieberman's Exercised, and he's like, you know, hunter-gatherer people kind of, you know, look at you strangely when they say, well, why do Western people do that for half an hour? Whereas they're up and down all the time. They're moving. They sit in community and dig together. They walk together. They sing. They dance. All of that is part of their sort of movement throughout the day, instead of enforcing, I must walk 10,000 steps. Well, they walk that anyway, and they use natural movements of lifting and carrying. Well, even somebody said to me, you know, when someone says, how many, how much heavy weights should I lift? We'll say, well, your shopping bags are more than any, most weights you carry. So you're doing that anyway. (laughs) Right. It's about integrating all these things into our life. And You know, there's a book on intuitive eating and one of the principles in there is doing movement that you actually enjoy doing. And I think it's something we should be asking ourselves every day. Like, what could I do in terms of movement that would actually feel fun and good in my body today? Yeah. And I bet for loads of the listeners and women worldwide, they'd probably say dance somewhere along the way. Because we all kind of know that we feel good, that if we put on music and we dance, we would say that we felt good. And belly dancing is just a dance that does us good on multiple levels. Right, exactly. But I mean, just I always tell my students, it doesn't even have to be belly dance movement that you, uh, music that you put on. Just put on any music that inspires you, that you love and belly dance practice to that. I mean, if you put on music you love, it's almost hard not to move. Yeah, that's true. You'd have to be, <laughs> you'd have to be, that's why we've got a big stereo upstairs <laughs> that we put on. And I can tell you, my husband puts on music and he, he gets on there. We dance around together and have fun. It's almost like if you have fun, it's not exercise, you know, like people have this idea that if I'm having fun doing it, I'm not actually getting a benefit from it. Dance is an amazing workout. Definitely. How would people get started with ballet dancing? How, what advice would you give them? So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to do it. I mean, I guess in this particular moment, it's harder to find live classes. But, you know, whenever I don't know when people will be listening to this. So I, I think I always try to guide people in sort of like a branch decision tree kind of way. Like, do you want to do it at home or do you want to do it live? And that would lead you down a different path. Do you, you can, there's a ton of YouTube videos that you can start with. There's DVDs, you know, available as well. My program is a very, the belly dance solution is more targeted to pelvic floor strengthening, but it's also a good intro program to belly dance in general. And then I have another online program called Feminine Fire that is a comprehensive belly dance system. So I kind of guide people in that way. You know, if you want to learn live, see if there's something in your area. If you want to just learn at home, there's always DVDs, there's online programs, there's YouTube to get started. So I think that's the best way. And just, yeah, it's simple. It's more just about doing it, you know, just do something and start. Yeah. And start small, like you said, five, 10 minutes sprinkled in your day. Yeah, there's so many resources available. You know, it's like with most things in life right now, the we're not lacking in resources and information. If anything, we're more overloaded. 
But it's easy to just start somewhere and then see where that takes you. I mean, my mission has always been to make belly dance as approachable as possible. So people really feel like I can do this. Like you don't need to be have special skills. And I've taught for so many years that I can have any woman belly dancing in 10 minutes. I'm confident in that. <laughs> that sounds brilliant. You, you, I think you, you might see me signing up for this because <laughs> even though I'm a big yoga person and have been all my life, you know, I grew tired of the gym. So I'm always looking for something to inspire me to move more. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And anybody can do it. It doesn't even I hear from so many women like, oh, I'm uncoordinated. I have two left feet. I've never been a good dancer. You know, and a lot of those are just false beliefs that we grew up with, too. And they're not even true. But anybody can belly dance. Some movements are easier than others. But absolutely, I've never not been able to have a woman dancing in 10 minutes. And I've actually set that challenge for myself. That is wonderful. To the listeners out there, if this has appealed to you, you need to connect with Jennifer and do, you know, because in 10 minutes you could be doing some belly dancing, which might be the start of a whole new sense of your feminine energy and improving your pelvic floor. Jennifer, how can people get in touch with you and learn about your programs? Sure. So they can go, my program, The Belly Dance Solution is thebellydancesolution.com. And then my program, Feminine Fire, that's more just belly dance program is femininefireofficial.com. We will put both of those, bellydancemovement.com, bellydancesolution.com, and the Feminine Fire official, is it? Yeah, femininefireofficial.com. That's wonderful, femininefireofficial.com in the show notes. And I'll also pop a link to the article that Jennifer mentioned that of Rhonda and her story, because uh, that is very powerful. I read it and I was like, wow. So Jennifer, we will put those there. And I want to thank you for really sharing so much passion and opening, I think, a window on an area that we haven't talked about as much as a way to improve our pelvic floor, but also to really help us connect to our feminine energy, particularly at a time of this menopause transition where we are changing so much. Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me and allowing me to share my story and how belly dance can help women with your listeners. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate that too. Thank you. The is it morning yet? Deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Get any sized iced coffee for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And sweeten the deal when you pair it with a baked apple or pumpkin and creme pie. After all, why wait to treat yourself? Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.